0: John Deere presents live from West Palm Beach for the start of spring baseball. Thanks to Academy Sports and Outdoors, it's Payne and Pendergast on Sports Radio 610. All
1: right, one of the big topics at Astros spring training, and Seth and I continue here live from uh, from Florida, mere moments from uh, from the Astros facility. We'll be there later on today. Marlins versus the Astros. Um, uh, a noon start, Houston time. Uh, one of the big topics for the Astros this spring training has been contracts for different guys. Kyle Tucker losing his arbitration case. Uh, they got a deal done with Christian Javier. Presumably, they're trying to get a deal done, maybe with Framber Valdez as well. And then <clears throat> there's the veteran players who've already signed big extensions, but they want to keep those players after these big extensions for even a longer period of time, specifically. Jose Altuve and Alex Bregman. Alex Bregman's situation, Seth, may have gotten a little more complicated over the weekend. Uh, Alex Bregman has two years left on his deal, 2023 and 2024, each at $30 million these next two seasons. And then he'd be a free agent if they don't get a deal done early. Manny Machado, third baseman for the San Diego Padres who's been with the Padres for four seasons now signed a 10 year deal back in 2019, but he had an opt out coming up halfway into that deal after this coming season. Well, the Padres, and I think and probably would, what is a pretty smart move considering where Machado, Machado was just named one of the 10 best players in baseball last week. Uh, they tore up that contract and gave him a brand new eleven million three hundred $350 million deal. So about 32 million a year, somewhere in that neighborhood. Um, and there are no opt-outs in this one. So they rip up the old contract, give him a new one, and say, yeah, we're giving you this new one, but you are a padre for life now. There's no opting out anymore. 11 years, $350 million, and Manny Machado is 30 years old, which co- coincidentally would be the same age Alex Bregman will be when he becomes a free agent. Yeah. What is Alex Bregman, who's not been the player Manny Machado's been the last couple of years? Bregman went through that two-year lull, largely due to injuries, and then he regained form last year, particularly in the postseason. What is what does Alex Bregman do now with this new Manny Machado deal sitting in the books? I
0: don't I don't know if it genuinely affects him as much just because he's like he he doesn't he doesn't stack up to Machado as of now. So I don't think that he should expect that same deal. And I think that what the Astros did the first time around with Bregman was. You know, they didn't, they didn't necessarily give him a whole bunch more than he would have made in arbitration. It's that they gave him the security of knowing that, okay, you're not going to have to go through arbitration and through injuries or slumps, which he did have at that point. It'll be nice and steady throughout that. So I, I wonder if this really does change any expectations for him. I feel like he might have already, I feel like Bregman might have already had a number in mind and that maybe this bumps it upwards somewhat. But it's not like he can walk in there and be like, "Well, I want the Machado money." No, this is
1: what I wonder. No, because I don't. He, I don't think he can do that right, right. now. Because to your point, he hasn't. He hasn't been Machado the last couple of years.
0: But what if I, he strings together another season like he had last year, that's and, what I yeah, wonder. Yeah. I, I
1: wonder if he, if this makes Bregman more inclined to bet on himself now.
0: So, does it make him more inclined to bet on himself, or as an Astros fan, are you adamant now that you got to get? Just get Bregman signed up right now to a a discount. Yeah, what's you know what a a relative discount to what he would get in free agency? Because that's the that's the yin and the yang of it. If a guy signs well before he becomes a free agent, just like Jordan did, it's got to be something that's less than a free agent deal. Otherwise, there's no reason for the team to do it. That's right. Except in you know certain cases. Uh, So I think um, that would of the guys of the potential guys that could sign before free agency. Who would surprise you more? Like, which one, or I guess, which one do you expect? Do you expect Jordan, or excuse me, not Jordan? Do you expect Kyle Tucker, Framber Valdez, or Alex Bregman to get a deal done first?
1: Uh, Tucker the least. Okay. Framber, I would say Framber the most, except yet his agent saying last week or two weeks ago, like, nope, there's been no negotiations. Yeah. Um, I would say I would say Framber one, Bregman two, but I could flip flop. Be surprised Tuck, with Framber, Tuck, yeah, yeah yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Tuck, yeah, fr- right. Tucker would be the most surprising to me. Tucker okay. feels Tucker right now feels like right now Tucker feels like a Correa Springer
0: situation
1: where he's just going to keep playing and being an all star, and then we'll see where it goes when he hits free agency.
0: Bregman and I hate to read too much into the personal life stuff, but Bregman does. It seems like he's. Tried to put down roots in Houston in a lot of ways. Yeah. he's he's been a changed guy since he had his son, and he actually played a lot better after he after he had his son. You know, he hosted the Houston Sports Awards. It feels like I could see Bregman. I, I could see Bregman for non financial reasons, wanting to have maybe more certainty. Maybe whereas Tucker, uh, you know, T- Tucker can just. I know he just got married, um, but he can just kind of. Gamble on himself and put it out there. Bregman's got – but also Bregman already has that financial security where it doesn't hurt him to wait until free agency. Yeah,
1: no, So I I just get that vibe off Tucker that he's going to ride this thing out.
0: As far as Framber, I think both sides are waiting to see what exactly happens with Framber and no shift. Yeah, that's a good point. So we didn't talk about that. The pitch clock is a big deal, and that's what everybody was talking about. The shift, as people expected in a lot of ways, like the way that a lot of teams like the Astros are handling no shift is that they shift as much as they can. Which takes some of the thinking out of it. You just got Pena lined up like right at the back right at of the, the boundary, right at the back of the dirt, yeah. right down the midline of the field to the left of the uh the the second base. Yep. And El Tuve's all the way back to the back of the dirt, you know, but not into the outfield like you would with a normal shift. Yep. And uh, so I wonder. I mean, it'll still like that's going to be effective, but not as effective. But I wonder if there'll be even a perceptible difference if guys are shifting that. I think the
1: big thing is that for left-handed hitters, you're not going to have the the second baseman standing in short right field anymore. That's still the, yeah. The, the, there's the, a ba- lot. Of, the boundary of the dirt is a big part of this. The
0: dirt almost makes more of a difference than the actual. The left to right. I mean, it's hard, the ones that really crush you as a viewer is when. Yeah, Tucker hits one that should be like a, a heater to short right center. Yeah. Should be a single at least. Yeah. And like, oh, no, it goes right to the second baseman. Yeah, basement. right to the second baseman yeah. and he's got an easy throw over to first. Something that should have just popped right over the head of the second baseman and hit the ground. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's just not normal to me. So. Dude, the Padres. <laughs> I don't know if the ownership of the Padres are like, eh, the world's going to end probably sometime in the next five or six years. So let's just give – they've got, they've got a 10-year deal they gave to Xander Bogarts for almost 300000000 million. They've got Fernando Tatis on the books from now until the end
0: of time. He's going to be juiced to the gills when he comes back.
1: They've <laughs> got Manny Machado for 11 more years. He's going to be 41 years old making $30 million a year, which in baseball, who knows, that may be the minimum by the time he's yeah. 41. Um and and they've got Juan Soto that they still got to sign here. I do
0: there there's so many teams that are so comfortable spending on these 10-year deals where you know that you're going to be you know that mo- like if you if you hand out four 10-year deals over the course of time, you know that like at least three of them are going to be worthless at the end of those. So you at know you're end, paying yeah. that. And you are banking on inflation uh, to a certain degree. But like the salary cap, or excuse me, the luxury tax it only expands so much. Yeah. So I think you're just you're signing up for you're signing up for some misery down the road, but you just don't worry too much about it in the moment. No,
1: it's just wild but it's wild to me too. It's San Diego, like San Diego's not a big market. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's what's weird to me. That's
0: yeah. That it's um well and then now the difference in baseball. I was surprised that this is as big a story as it is because usually this like business of baseball stuff doesn't really garner a lot of interest. But the, the fact that the regional cable networks are, it's not just in Houston. There's issues in, in several places with potentially losing coverage once again. So we are – that's one of the top stories on the Chronicle right now is the AT&T Sports Southwest Yeah, we'll stuff. get
1: to that in headlines for sure. Yeah, yeah but AT&T – yeah, if, if, you, if you were here for the Comcast Sportsnet debacle back in 2013 and 2014, um, buckle up because we're here again with trouble with the regional sports network. But that was
0: back when nobody wanted to watch the Astros. Now they actually want to watch yeah. and might not have an avenue to do it.
1: I know. They, well, they've they we'll get to it in headlines. I, they, I, I, the tone of the article I read was, "Don't worry, you'll see the games," but the network is kind of floundering right now. I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll, we'll get to it in uh, in headlines. All right. Up next, as Seth and I continue live from Florida, uh, in uh, Lake Worth Beach, Florida, just uh, just outside West Palm Beach. Um, for spring training thanks to Shoppers John Deere for sending us down here and for bringing these shows to you all week long from Florida um, we'll get to the Astros in the headlines here coming up we'll talk to Adam Spillane who is out at the facility this morning um, covering the Astros we'll get thoughts from him on today's game anything big going on out there Spo will join us uh, around the top of the hour or thereabouts up next the daily mock draft injection a trade-up in this particular mock draft but not a trade up for the Texans, but not for who you think. We'll have it for you next.